Amen. Well, good morning. So good to see all of you. Thank you for the wave, Margie and Glenn. It's so good to see everyone. Happy that we can all be on Zoom together. And uh, I just thank God that we have technology and the opportunity to still gather and hear God's word. And that I do pray that it would bring um, that it would bring just his word would strengthen us today, right? That his word would uh, be like the word says, he is a, a, a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. So this morning, I thank the Lord that he will uh, lighten our, our path with his word. So, and thank you, Angela and Jeff for leading us in worship. Good to see you guys. <laughs> Love you guys. All right. Well, this is a first for me, <laughs> not only to do a Zoom uh, church life, but to be sitting here watching snowfall <laughs> as I'm doing Zoom. It's kind of like, I feel like I'm in a storybook or something. So here we are. All right. Well, this morning, um, Ty asked me to bring the word and it's always an honor. It's always a privilege. It's always, um, I know it's also a responsibility to bring the word of the Lord, but um, I do have some good things to share. And uh, I know last week we, Ty spoke about vision and I really been pondering on that, really been wanting to hear from the Lord, you know, as we begin our year and we begin this journey of 2021 uh, of what vision that God has for each of us. Um, and I love that God is not just a general God, like, okay, it's one vision for, um, you know, just for everyone that God has specific details of our lives um, already that have been written before you and I were born. The Bible says that he knew us in our mother's womb and that he wrote the days that he fashioned our days. So i find that with great comfort because I realize, you know, I don't know all that 2021 will bring, but I can find comfort. I can find peace. I can find security in knowing that those days were written before I was even born, right? <laughs> that, that God knit me together and he had already fashioned it for me. So you and I can rest on that, that we don't have to be tossed to and fro this year with what the wave will kind of hit us with that we can be certain, good morning, <laughs> that we can be certain that these things were already, like the blueprints were set already, right? It's kind of like, um, I think about it a lot, like the house that, that we're getting blessed to be building and designing that, you know, we can, we have, we have a forecast of what we've already designed it to be and what the foundation was going to look like and the blueprint. So, it's not going to be just some random house that we're going to walk into and say, okay, I didn't know there was going to be no bathrooms. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that'd be horrible. You know, that we went through the blueprint and we were specific about what we wanted and where we wanted it. And God is the same with our lives that he's so specific with your calling, with your purpose, with the gifts that he's put in each of you, that he knit it together. He formed it. He fashioned you for it. So I just thank God that this morning, it's just a beautiful reminder of his creation, his plan and his goodness. So um, anyways, well, let's just get right into the word. Y'all get me preaching here. Y'all are loud. So loud back there. 
<laughs> I'm just kidding. I can't hear any of any of you. Uh, but I am happy to see you all without a mask. How about we just let's just all smile about that. <laughs> you all have really good smiles. Oh, there's mom. <laughs> you guys have great smiles. By the way, Ty's ministering and um, doing some ministry work up north a little. Um, up north, yeah, New York, uh, today, so he'll be back, but uh, he sends you his greetings, his love, and uh, and just thankful that we get to be together. So why don't we go, um, if, if you have your Bible, I hope you do, but if you if you have your Bible, just grab it, and if we can go to um, Jeremiah 29, um, let's see, um, uh, let's say 11, let's just start from 11, let's read Jeremiah 29, 11. I know that some of you could probably say the word verbatim without reading, <laughs> just because it's a one of our favorite scriptures, as we know. Uh, and it's quoted. And I mean, if you if you go to Hobby Lobby, you'll probably find <laughs> 10 different signs with that scripture because it's just it's just a beloved scripture and it's a scripture that brings great comfort and great hope to all of us. But I want to read it and I want us to I want us to talk about um, a particular word in it, um, which I'll share in just a second, but let's go ahead and read it. Um, Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know, and we'll read through 12. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Then you will call upon me and go and pray to me, and I will listen and you will seek me, if you have your Bible and a pen, I would encourage you to, to underline the word seek me and find me when you search for me with all of your heart, with all of your heart. So the word that I want to focus on and what really the Lord highlighted to me this week was the word hope, was the word hope. And um, every time I've read that scripture, you know, we talk about that God's plans are good, that he wants to give us a future and a hope, right? You know, and I think right now we can all relate to that. We can all grab onto that, that God, in the middle of all that's going on, in the middle of even the unknowns, that we can be um, rest assured in his word that says that he wants to give us a future and a hope and a hope. And I love the word hope because it's not a wishy-washy, which we, we've talked about that before. It's not a hope of like, I hope it happens. I, I think it'll happen, you know, of like something that you really want it to happen. But it's really a hope of like, I've set my heart in it. You know, and we, I want to kind of give you a background on why this was so important to the people of God at that time. Why is it that this God would bring hope for them in the middle of what they were having going on in their lives. And so if you read through Jeremiah, you understand that the people of God had turned away, had sinned, had um, rebelled against God and turned to worship idols, turned to idol worship and to um, really rebel against his word and all who they were really meant and created to be. And, um, and so because of that, they were taken captive. And this was God's word to them in the middle of captivity in the middle of uh, being taken captive by Babylonians and really for generations. Um, but I love that even through 
that God was still speaking and God was still promising and God was still saying, if you just turn to me, I have hope for you. I have plans for you, right? They were even in the middle of that God's heart and compassion, God's heart of hope, God's heart of for his children really was to say, hey, if you seek me, you will find me. Like it's not too late to turn, right? It's not too late to come to me. It's not too late to seek me and to come back to my plan, right? Even in the middle of captivity, you would think, well, they're too far gone. They're, you know, there's just no way. How can you turn that back? But I love God's redemptive plan. Um, then in the middle of what could feel hopeless that they've been taken captive, that they no longer had um, the ability to gather, the ability to be together, the ability to um, live freely like they were because of their own sin, because of their own uh, wickedness, because of their own turning their hearts away from the Lord. But yet God was faithful. And that's why the word hope really is so stands out that for God to give them vision of what their future could be, they had to have hope. God wanted to give them hope. And we're talking about vision these days. And Ty shared a really powerful message about having vision that comes from God's word and comes from where he's telling us to go. And so I, I just really felt like this week, the Lord was kept highlighting the word hope, you know, that for in order for us to have hope, we have to have faith. And the Bible says that in um, Hebrews 11, it says faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen. So for us to have hope and not the wishy-washy hope that we we know doesn't doesn't take us anywhere but the hope of like no i'm holding on to this and this is the anchor of what i'm hoping for what i'm believing we have to have faith because faith is the substance the substance of things hoped for right and it does not just like i just have faith that things are going to turn out okay it's actually having faith in god's word faith that god is faithful faith that God will not, that God will do what his word says he will do, right? If, if, um, if I tell my kids, hey, um, tomorrow we're going to go to the store and this is what's going to happen, but they have faith that I'm going to fulfill what I said because of, because of who I am, right? Same with God. We have faith in what he said he would do because of, of his character, because of his word, his, his faithfulness. And so faith is that substance of things hoped for. We can't have faith without God's word. Okay. We cannot have faith in what we hope, what we wish, what we can imagine. It's just, it's faith. It's, it says, the Bible says that it is impossible to please God without faith. Without faith, we cannot please God. And it's so important that we are hearing God's word because that's what's going to bring faith to us, right? I don't know about you, but um, social media, the news, like that does not bring faith. <laughs> that drains my faith, right? But when I look at God's word, when I look at the hope that I have in his word, that's what brings faith. That's what builds up my faith, right? Because faith, the Bible says that faith is is he, it comes from hearing and hearing God's word. So when I'm hearing God's word, when I'm hearing what he's already said, I, my hope, 
my, my faith is being built. All right. So we cannot have hope about our future without having faith, which means we've got to get right to the bottom of it. We got to get right to God's word, right? Without God's word, without his word uh, daily in our lives, we won't have a whole lot of hope of what's the future to come. But thank God for his word, right? Thank God that his word hasn't changed, right? His word hasn't been revised. <laughs> Amen. He hasn't said, well, it's 2021. You know what? Let me take that out. No. <laughs> his word of healing, his word of provision, his word of uh, a future and a hope is, is still standing today, right? And it was from the foundation of the, of the earth. His word was secure. So I... Let, I thank God for that. I think that we can look at vision. We can look at our lives right now and have full assurance that he's faithful, right? That God is good, that he will fulfill his promise. But at the same time, it does allow me to have a certain um, awareness, I guess, um, fear of the Lord, I guess that's the word. You know, that God's word is true. It will, it shall come to pass. Just like Ty preached last week, right? His word will not return to him void. So craziness could be going around, you know, our world and our country and, you know, wickedness could, could look like it's winning, but God says, no, I am not mocked. You know, whatever man sows that he shall reap. And so as people of God, I think right now, more than ever, we have to be ready like, I guess, um, you know, when you, when you, when you are ready to go, like I tell my kids, Hey guys, we're going to be leaving in five minutes. Like get your shoes on, <laughs> get your gear on. You know, nowadays it's like, we don't travel lightly. Like we're just going to target and it's like, we bring the whole house, but as God's children, like we got to be ready to go. Our hearts have to be ready. Okay. God, where do you want us to go? What do you want us to do? You know? It's like we got to be ready with our with with our armor on, ready to go, because um, God's taking us somewhere, and we need to be ready. We can't lag. We can't say, "Well, you know, I just let me just you know watch one more uh, video, or let me just you know." It's like God is saying, "Okay, my word is here. My word is saying, uh, be ready. The vision is for this appointed time, and." I think, you know, I think about the Israelites. Um, in fact, I was really, really thinking about that last night, just how God told them that he was going to take them to the promised land. God, it was really clear about the vision, you know, and you all know the story, but he had saved them from slavery. You know, he had uh, freed them from um, a horrible life, but when God told them to go, they got to a certain point and then they stopped believing that God really wanted to take them into the promised land, right? And unfortunately, as we know what happened is that they wander around the wilderness for 40 years. And the Bible says that it was because of their unbelief that they did not enter the promised land. And so my heart, even, even this morning, it's my heart's cry and my heart's prayer is, Lord, let that not be us. Let that not be us that because of our 
unbelief that we wouldn't enter your promises, that we wouldn't enter this new season that you're calling us into as your people. But yet you have laid out all the promises and let us not be a people like the Bible called them stiff neck people. I don't know about you, but I want nothing to do with the stiff neck <laughs> because that will just um, prevent us from receiving what God wants, right? God wanted to lead them into the promised land, right? Into, um, yes, did they go through the wilderness? They did, but God meant for that to be a very short season uh, of transition into the promised land but yet they remained in the wilderness. And even the Bible says that the gen that generation, except for two people, which were Joshua and Caleb, the only two who enter um, the promised land because they believe. The rest did not believe God. And so I just want to position my heart right now in a place where, where, is, where I'm fully believing and receiving God, you do want to take us somewhere and you do want us to receive your promises for our family, for our generations to come, right? Because God didn't just want to give them, okay, here's just the American dream, but really God wanted his dream. God wanted his, his fulfillment of a land that he had promised them and generations to come and really a nation that would fulfill his promise. And I just, know that you know we have to look at the scripture the bible says that those things that are in the scripture they were written for our learning they're written for us it's not just you know looking at the scripture and these other um generations that did not fulfill god's promise and just look at them and say whoa woe to them because they didn't you know look at them they didn't fulfill god's promise or they didn't believe god but really take that to heart and say, God, like what are areas in my life where I'm not willing to follow you, where I'm not willing to seek you, like Jeremiah says, you know, come seek you. What are areas that I still want to kind of um, be, I guess, conform to the world right now? What are areas that are, I'm still, um, want, I'm in the wilderness because I haven't yet stepped into what you have for me? And just confront that and, and, and being resting assured that we have a loving God that's not, um, that he's, he's quick to, to, to respond to us. He's quick to listen to us. He's quick to show us the way, right? If we're humble, if we say, Lord, 2021 this year, I don't want to be in the wilderness in areas that I felt like I was in the wilderness last year, you know, and I want to see the fulfillment of your promise because you have so much for us. And uh, someone that I was really pondering and thinking about, I love how, I'm gonna turn here, if you have your Bible, um, if you can turn to Genesis, um, I believe it's Genesis 20, let's see, I think it's 27, it's, um, when God, um, no, I'm sorry, it's going to be, here we go, Genesis 12. And you know, we, we talk about Abraham, we talk about the father of faith, um, but we have, to remember, we have to be reminded of why we call him the father of faith. 
Uh, and if you have your Bible, um, I'm going to read Genesis chapter 12 and verse 1 um, all the way to 4. So now the Lord said to Abraham, get out of your country and from your family and from your father's house to a land that I will show you. I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great. And you shall be a blessing. And I will bless those who bless you. And I will curse him who curses you. And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. So here's God's invitation, right? God's calling to Abraham. Pretty simple, pretty straightforward, right? The vision right in front of him, you know. And then in verse four, I love this because there's really no pause. I mean, it goes right from verse three to verse four, Abraham's response. So Abraham departed as the Lord had spoken to him and Lot went with him. And Abraham was 75 years old when he departed from Haran. And it goes on to share about his journey to God's promise. But, you know, God laid out for him a promise and gave him some instruction. He said, get out from your country and from your family. You know, that's pretty gutsy. That's pretty, uh, pretty much out there. You know, get out from all that you've known, all that you've been attached to, all that you've been a part of, and now step out uh, from your family, from your father's house to the land that I will show you. Uh, I think that's where I believe God says, you know, it was accounted, his faith accounted to him as righteousness because he had faith. I mean, to be, to be, especially in that um, culture and in that region where you never really left your father's house, you were kind of always like you lived in community, you know, you didn't just depart, you didn't just get up and went to a land that you didn't know. And so to, to believe God to the point where he said, okay, I'm willing to leave everything behind. I'm willing to follow you to the, even the things that are, are unknown, because God said, it's a land that I will show you, you know, it's like God tells us, okay, get in your car and just take off and where God to the land that I will show you. Okay. <laughs> to the East, to the way, you know, and I, and I really believe God blessed him. I mean, it says, I will, I will make you a great nation, but it was believe it was his faith. Um, brought about the, the, the blessing that God promised him because he actually believed God. He actually went, went out. I mean, verse four just says, so Abraham departed as the Lord had spoken to him. I mean, that's like quick to obey, quick to say yes to God, right? <laughs> Sometimes God's like, go talk to your neighbor. And we delay, you know, <laughs> we're like, but God, what am I going to say to my neighbor? You know, God's like, just go across the street. And I told Abraham, leave your country, leave your dad, leave your family. And we're just sometimes, you know, a little uh, rebellious and don't want to quite talk to our neighbor yet, or, you know, or a little shy or whatever we want to call it. But I think it's just that absolute faith and absolute obedience, especially in this year, people of God, I'm telling you, absolute obedience to God's word and to his vision and to his plan that's gonna we're gonna get to the other side and say okay God you knew all along 
what you were preparing us for, what you were doing, why you were calling us, right? And uh, and it's just so like childlike faith, really, you know? it's It takes that because us as adults, we're like, well, God, what about this? What about that? You know, we have a lot of questions. <laughs> but when you get, you know, when you're younger, like our kids, you know, okay, get in the car. Okay, where are we going? <laughs> but God's like, get in the car. Well, let me think about it. <laughs> let me uh let me look at all the options and 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 i think there's just there's just a time and a place right now where we need to be obedient obedient and being able to be quick to obey the lord and to do it because god's setting things up you know for the vision for what god has ahead for each of us and corporately as well right and just you know he knows what's ahead and now I've lived a little bit long enough, just just long enough. <laughs> I'm 38. So I feel like, okay, I've lived long enough to just realize God's always right. God always knows what I, where I need to be and why I need to be there, right? So whether I understand it or not, whether it makes sense 100% or not, I'm way better off obeying and listening and saying, yes, Lord, I, I believe you. I trust you. You know, the Bible says, don't lean on your own understanding in all of your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. I could hear an amen right now from all of you <laughs> Just kidding. in all of your ways, right? In all of your ways. So 2021, I'm believing and I'm saying, Lord, in all of our ways, we will trust you. We won't lean on our own understanding, right? Because some things just don't make quite a lot of sense. <laughs> but I know that if I follow him, if I am obedient, if I trust him, that there's not only a blessing, but there's also a, um, it produces other fruit in my life. It will produce things that I can't get on my own, right? Things that, I, it's it, things that God's dreaming for my life that I cannot do on my own, right? That I can't obtain, that I can't work hard enough for. Uh, and some of those things are, are just basic things. Like we need like his peace, you know, uh, I can't work for my, I can't try to figure out how am I going to have peace? No, I just, when that, when we obey, when we trust him, he promises peace that surpasses our understanding. Amen. So I encourage us this year, let's set our hearts on obedience, on following him and trusting him and knowing his word, uh, and following his vision, following his plan, um, you know, that's where we can have um, peace that surpasses our understanding because things that we're facing right now, we can't try to make sense of them 100%. But when we trust him, when we are, we know God, but I know that I've been obedient, you know, I know that uh, I have followed you not perfection, but God, I've been, I'm where you need me to be. Then I know that I will be in the right place for the blessing. I will be in the right place for his protection. I will be in the right place for his instruction to be ready to go. And thank God that he is faithful. Like when he tells us, Hey, you're, you took a left, but you really, I said to turn, to turn right, you know, God is patient <laughs> and he'll say, okay, now make a U-turn. All right. I didn't tell you quite to go that way that far. Right. 
but I, but I'm giving you an opportunity to turn back. God is so patient. He's so gracious that if we miss it, he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> Don't you love the GPS when, you know, you miss it and then it just automatically starts rerouting you to where you need to be. And I believe that's God's grace in our lives. If we are truly after him, and like Jeremiah said, if we seek him with all of our heart, he's so good that even if we, you know, got distracted a minute and we, you know, I've done it so many times and we, and we turn the wrong way that he's already working out the plan on how to reroute us and how to get us to where we need to be at the right time. And it's like, nothing was missed because his grace is there. Right. And I don't know about you, but 2021, I do not want to be out in left field in some random place because um, I feel like it's more, it's, I mean, it's always important, but more than ever to be right in the middle of his will, to be right in the middle of, of his um, direction for my life. And I believe that for, for us as a church for, uh, and Ty and I are, are, seeking God. We're, we're, we're being diligent to seek God. God, where do you want us as a church to be right in the middle of your plan? Because we know that that's where the blessing will be. That's where we'll see his goodness. That's where we'll see fruitfulness. Not where we think, right? Not where we um, want to wander off to, but God in the middle of, of your will for our lives. So that is our prayer for our church. And, and that's what we're seeking. That's what we're wanting, that we're going to see fruitfulness in ministry, in our lives, in our families, because we're right in the middle to where think people around us will know, okay, something is different. What are you guys doing? You know, uh, your neighbors will know what is going on in your life that your life is different. Your life is fruitful. They may not say that way, but they'll wonder and they'll want to know why is it that you have joy and you have peace and you're being blessed and you're being provided for it's because you're in the middle of where God wants you to be and doing what God wants you to do, right? Like Abraham, it says that he departed as, um, as the Lord had spoken to him. And I believe that for us, that we will be those people that will go where he tells us to go, that he will show us the way and we will follow. Um, and so I, um, I want to pray over us today. Um, I, I, I'm believing that we will have, um, like I said, the fruitfulness that God wants us to go, but that we will go the direction that God wants us to go this year and have, uh, fruitfulness for the kingdom of God as well. That at the end of 2021, we will see, look back and say, okay, there's fruit that we've been abiding in him and that your lives have fruit, our lives have fruit, that our ministries have fruit, because we've been in the, we've been abiding in him. And so, um, why don't we do this? I know we're still got a little bit of time, but I just felt like, I just want to pray over us. Um, and just cast out any fear, you know, if there's fear in your heart and that's not, it's not to make you feel bad. It's not to make us feel weak. Why do we still afraid or why do we still, but it's just to bring it to the Lord and say, Lord, like I'm still, you know, um, there's still fear in my heart, whether it's about my health or it's about finances or it's about our business or it's about, um, 
the Lord says, cast all your cares on him because he cares for you, right? When my kids are afraid, <laughs> you know, and uh, they'll tell me what they're afraid of. I'm not like, you know, mad at them for it. Like I want to talk to them about it and I want to comfort them and I want to, them to be strengthened and I want to show them like, okay, let's, let's, let's talk about it. Let's not be afraid, you know, um, and, and really bring God's word back to light to them. So if there's fear in our hearts, you know, we don't have to fake it. We don't have to be feel or try to make us even ourselves think that we have it all together and we can't have concerns or worries. But the Bible says, cast all your cares upon him because he cares for you, right? He cares for you. He cares for your family. He cares for your well-being. He cares for your home. So Father, this morning, as we are walking this out, Lord, to seek you, Lord, to answer your call, Lord, if there's any fear in our hearts, Lord, I pray that even the Holy Spirit would show us now what are things that are holding us back? What are things that are concerning us? Lord, whether it's things about our family or our financial uh, well-being or our health, Lord, or anything that's hindering us or keeping us from trusting you, Lord, I pray that you would just show us right now. And Lord, that you would show us the truth and that the truth would set us free, Lord, from fear. Your word says that you have not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. So I speak that over our Hagerstown Foursquare Church family, that Lord, we are a people of your love. We are of your people of a sound mind and that we we are not a people of fear, that you have not given us a spirit of fear. So we cast out fear in the name of Jesus. We cast out care. Lord, I pray that there would be a lightness right now on each of our homes, that there would be a lightness and a... Um, a trust and and just the just that any heaviness about the future would fall off lord and that lord as we're we're on this journey in 2021 to seek your will for our lives to seek your will for our church lord that you would lead us lord and if we make any wrong turns that you would quickly show us lord we thank you for instruction and correction that you're quick to show us the path lord and I thank you, Lord, for that in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. So I'm believing the Lord. Ty and I are believing the Lord that this is going to be a fruitful year. This is going to be a year where we will look back and say, thank you, Lord, that we were in the right place at the right time and that we were quick to obey Amen. <laughs> that we were quick to obey and that even if it ca causes us um, to be out of our comfort zone, <laughs> right, that we're okay with that and that we're willing to be molded and shaped and that we're willing to even be pruned in areas that the Lord says, okay, we're, we're going to prune back these things or uh, to cause us to be more fruitful in our lives and that we're going to be able to um, to to be obedient in those things that god will give us grace right he the bible says that he gives grace to the humble right and that um he it says that, well it does say that he does resist the proud so my, i'm praying that we will not be the proud we will be the humble <laughs> in jesus name uh i'll tell you a quick story uh yesterday 
we were um, home and um, I'm, I'm starting to get the hang of this whole weather thing when like, you know, you know, snow's coming, you need to get stuff done before the snow's coming. So <laughs> I'm starting to get the hang of it. Like yesterday was sunny and today it's, there's, I, it's all white and it's all snowy. And so recognizing that there's like this time timeline where like you either need to go out and get out before you're home for a few days. So just bear with me. I'm the, the California girls talking right now. And it's, it's starting to make sense of like, okay, you got to get prepared. You got to get out. You got to get, uh, you know, especially with the kids, like they, we had to go take them to a park because after our first snow, I realized, oh no, they really do mean snow. Like they really do mean like you can't go out kind of thing. And so I was taking the kids and one of my kids, which will remain nameless right now, did not want to go out. Like they were like, I'm comfortable. Like I don't, don't make me go out and, and get out sweaty and go out in the sun. Like, I just want to be home. And, um, you know, as the good mother that I want to be, I'm like, I'm sorry, but we have to go out. <laughs> right. Of like, I know that tomorrow you won't be able to go play in the playground and that tomorrow, like I can't take you to target and get the things that we need and all that good stuff. And so we did it, you know, and first there was a little bit of fussing or a lot, you know, <laughs> and a little bit or maybe a lot of complaining. Um, but, you know, we got through it and realized, okay, this was good. Like, I'm glad we got out, you know, and, and, and I think my kid would say, yeah, I'm so glad you got us out and we got everything we needed. And obviously now we're snowed in and, and now we have what we need. But I felt like the Lord reminded me, like, sometimes um, we can be that way with him. Like, God, I don't want to do that. Like, I'm, I'm comfortable. I just want to chill. I just want to lay back and not, not fuss with all that. And I feel like God is, wants us to be in a place where um, we're maturing in our faith and we're trusting him. And we're saying, God, you know better. Like, you know what tomorrow is going to look like. You know that tomorrow, like you know what I need today and where I need to be tomorrow. Right. <laughs> Amen. And so, um, that is my prayer that we are those people that we are ready, that we're prepared, that we're set to go, that when God says go, we go and that we have, uh, we follow his vision and that we're, we don't, that we don't, that we are okay with being out of our comfort zone, out of our comfort zone and that we're, um, even okay with, um, being prune of some things of like, maybe there's, it's, there's a time and a season for, for new things in our lives. Um, so that's my prayer. And I, and I know that, um, that, that is our prayer for our, our church family that, um, we're going to see fruitfulness, but we're also going to be able to say, we're going to be obedient to your word, God, and we will not be we will not be stiff necked people, right? But we will be those that believe you and follow you and see your promises. So just to kind of wrap it back to where we started with, with Jeremiah, um, I feel like even today, as we, as we go about our day, let's meditate on that. Let's begin our week by, by uh, Jeremiah 29, 11, where it says, for I know the plans that I have for you, right? Plans to give you a future and a hope. And my prayer is that even in your homes today, there would be 
a peace and a rest and a certainty of like, God has good plans for us. They will give us hope. They will, it is plans for a future, right? It is plans, plans um, for a future and a hope that there's a hope that we will fulfill our calling, that we will fulfill his purposes, that there's a future even bigger than what we can see right now. Amen. That we won't go by this, our sight. Uh, last week talked about, you know, that we, if we, if we, a lot of the things that we, that requires vision are not things that we can see right in front of us, but they require bigger vision, things that we can't see. That's a real vision. And so, um, I'm believing that, that we will see the fulfillment of his plans and his promises and that the hope of his calling for each of us. So thank you for joining us today. I know that we um, are so thankful that we can meet up in Zoom and that we can be together and gather and, you know, thankful for technology that we can do this. Um, and so thankful that, um, yeah, that we can be back together, hopefully next Sunday, it should be. <laughs> so, well, let me go ahead and pray and then we'll dismiss and we'll see you guys. Um, I don't know about the weather uh, for Wednesday, but we'll, we'll be in touch. So Lord, I thank you. I thank you for uh, our time together. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are with us, that you are present, that you are a very present help in time of need that you are a comforter, that you are a teacher. Thank you, Lord. And I pray for each of our homes today, Lord, that we would be reminded throughout the day, Lord, throughout this week, that you have a future and a hope, Lord, that even in the middle of, of the things that are going on in our world, God, that you are calling your people. And that, Lord, that I pray that your people would have ears to hear and eyes to see today that you are calling us, Lord, into a place of protection, of your goodness, of fruitfulness, but it's not outside of your will. It's in your will. It's in your, in your promises, Lord. So I pray that, Lord. I pray that you would give us a heart to be ready to obey, to be ready to go, Lord, to be ready to um, even be outside of our comfort over the things that we've known. But, Lord, that that will produce fruit, that, that it will produce righteousness. It will produce uh, goodness in our lives. So I pray that for our church family today, Lord. And we thank you for the fact that you've, you've given us hope, Lord. You've given us a hope for the future. In Jesus' name, amen.